The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Good morning, folks, and welcome in. It is Live Bet Saturday here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Pamela Maldonado here as well. It is championship weekend in the National Football League. AFC Championship game, NFC Championship game, both kicking off tomorrow. We'll have plenty of analysis on those two matchups throughout the entire day and a deep dive on both games as we will cover almost every single angle when it comes to the National Football League and the last step before making it to the Super Bowl. But it is a big day in college basketball and basketball in general as of course the NBA takes its full hold here on Saturdays and college hoops entering the midway point of conference play and a lot of things have yet to be decided in college basketball we do have about 6 9 a.m. tips today in college hoops that are worth looking at wanted to update those really quickly before we move on to what we got planned here we'll start in the Big 12 Kansas State on the road against Houston give you an idea of what we're looking at here Houston's going to close as about a 15 point favorite total of 129 Uh, we saw this open of 14 and a half with a total of 127 and a half First road win in the Big 12 for Houston last time out in what they call the land of milk. Did you know, Pam, at BYU in their arena and stadium, they serve milk as Mm. opposed to alcoholic beverages? I didn't know that. They didn't realize that was the case. Uh, (laughs) But for the Cougars, 6-5-1 against the spread in their previous 12 games. So this is a big one. Going to see if Houston can continue to keep this role going after getting their first win on the road in Big 12 play. BC's taking on Notre Dame. Irish 1-5 straight up. 4-2, though, against the spread in the month of January. BC opens up as about a a 1.5 point favorite depending on where you shop they're going to close lane two and a half on the road here with a total of 134 virginia against lowly louisville virginia four and two straight up and against the spread in the month of january looking to keep their run going virginia is going to close as about an eight and a half point favorite after opening up six and a half on the overnight 129 and a half was the opening total and that's exactly where we're closing for that one producer caesar has a big one here nebraska maryland maryland at home opened up as a two and a half point favorite with a total of 140 right now they're going to close as about a five point favorite one of the bigger moves of the morning window five and a half over at DraftKings. huskers one of four straight up and against the spread on the road this season oh and four straight up and against the spread in conference play so not going well for the corn huskers trying to get this thing done with their um Poor defense. By the way, a streak to note in this game. 9-1-1 and one run to the over in the last 11 games for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And last but not least, Georgia and Florida. Florida currently next four out in the latest Lenardi bracket. Can't lose to a Q3 opponent at home. That would be Georgia. Gators 3-1 straight up against the spread. Last four contests. Bulldogs 5-0 ATS run snapped against LSU this week. 9-3-1 against the spread in the last 13 games. So, we'll keep an eye on these college basketball matchups. We all also have an NBA game that tips at 9 a.m. I won't bore you with that one because it's Pistons and Wizards and both of those teams really stink. But Pam, mm-hmm. football is king. How yes. are we feeling in championship weekend? I'm excited. The Detroit Lions are here and I, I couldn't have asked for a better option. I do have a Lions hefty like 50 to 1 ticket to win the Super Bowl. Super unlikely at this point, but at least I'm excited um, that the Lions have done so well. I love this unit as a head coach. Jared Goff, I just love them. Every, everything about them. I am a fan at this point point. 
Yeah, this is, uh, I wouldn't say it's super unlikely. I mean, you're in the Final Four, so you've got yeah, a shot. I mean, I guess shot. Matt Humans always says there's nothing worse than hope, so I guess you don't want to have too much hope. <laughs> uh, but at the very least, they're a pretty, I think, live dog. Uh, market doesn't think so. In fact, let's start there because uh, we have seen since the news, of course, and I think the market pretty much expected this given the way that it was slowly heading in the direction of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, but now that it's official and Debo Samuel uh, not only just going to play, doesn't even receive an injury designation for this matchup, we see that the San Francisco 49ers Niners have approached seven and a half in multiple spots. Uh, spots. DraftKings is minus seven, juiced to the 49ers side at minus 112. Total floating around 51 and a half. Uh, Pam, as you saw this creep up and some spots get to seven and a half, what were your thoughts as the market? I would say somewhat easily moved through seven and got to that seven and a half. Maybe a bit of a slight overreaction to the 49ers offense having Debo Samuel in the mix. I think it largely starts and ends with quarterback Brock Purdy against the Detroit Lions pass rush, which has been formidable as of late in the last few weeks. Um, you have Aiden Hutchinson, who's generated more sacks in recent. Like, this is a, a pass rush that has just come to life here into the postseason, and I really think they can cause some havoc to Purdy, and we've seen him under pressure. Uh, just like other quarterbacks, suspect. So I think that's the matchup to watch. Yeah, I think there's, when you're looking at all of this overall, there's a lot of thoughts that um, for Detroit, they can run the ball against San Francisco. The metrics would say that San Francisco can defend the run, but uh, Detroit, of course, with a, a very powerful ground game should be able to do it. And on the flip side, when you talk about the quarterback difference and the fact that uh, the last time we saw Brock Purdy, it was less than stellar, right, right, in that game against Green Bay Packers and playing with, uh, as Caesar notes here, they're what? Is this their no? This is the Ravens, excuse me, not the uh, the 49ers. I was going to say, I think it was, I thought it was the 49ers playing these consecutive home games. But regardless, you're playing at home. You had the time off before, of course, last week. You would think that maybe with uh, and then the rain, right? We saw the the clip of him right drying the hand mid drop right. back. Maybe that bothered him a lot more than we thought. The whole glove, then no glove. Maybe in pristine weather, which it seems like it's going to be the case, you get a better effort from Brock Purdy. But you could go into this and, and make, I think, a strong argument that the quarterback edge does go to the Detroit Lions. I would say so, just because um, we've seen Jared Goff. He has had, what did Dad Campbell do to him? Shortened his target range. And because of that, he's reduced a lot of the interceptions. If he needs to get into a bit of trouble, they have that one-two punch with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs into the run game. I trust he, Jared Goff, has been into the postseason. He has played tough competition he has the years of experience but Brock Purdy is not somebody that I trust still one of the youngest quarterbacks and Detroit can rush the passers they're fourth in pressure rate you have a shot at Purdy if you take away his initial reads and force him to force him outside of the pocket force him inside the pocket he can make some questionable decisions and I think that will largely come into play yeah, and when you look at it from a total standpoint, too, are you surprised, again, talking about line movements here, that we have gotten to uh, 52? Uh, I, I would I don't know where we're going to close. If somebody wants to bet this game under, I haven't bet this yet, I'm just going to sit right. back and wait and see where this thing's going to go because um, I still thought 51.5 was a playable number. I'm still going to get that. Uh, but sit back and see if I can get the most out of this thing. But the fact that this is up to 52, does it surprise you or not? Um, I think not so because we've seen the 49ers offense just absolutely be a – juggernaut offense scoring 30 plus points at home and we know that the Lions defense secondary that's where their vulnerability is at it's strong against the run second best in the league but very vulnerable bottom five when it comes to that secondary so I think the idea is that this could turn out into a shootout game and I kind of think opposite I think that the Lions are going to be playing smart a little bit conserv conservative when it comes to you know pound the rock uh, they're going to keep it to the ground with your one-two punch and your running back core and I think that's because of that I also lean to the under we're going to have something or nothing a little bit later, but I'll give you an easy one here really quickly. Uh, Brock Purdy, 15 and 10 against the spread in his career, but 8 and 9 against the spread as a favorite of four or more points. Is that something or nothing? Something? Yeah. You can win. Uh, NFL, doesn't. you don't have to win by margin. Um, first off, that's not what. That's a huge difference when it comes to like college football. And two, when it comes to um, his inexperience into some of these big-time games, they also haven't had a play-from-behind situations too often. So I think all of that could also come into play. All right, next up, AFC Championship game, and we'll get into the uh, the nitty-gritty of these details and these matchups coming up, too, as we talk a little bit more and, and give our confidence selections. But the Baltimore Ravens, that is the team that I was mentioning, playing their fourth straight home game, haven't played on the road since Christmas Day when they beat the crap out of the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. right. So when we look at this, Ravens, this one has also moved in, uh, I would say, relatively easily, going through that three, three-and-a-half, up to four-and-a-half at the book in which we currently sit, which is Circa. DraftKings is sitting at four, as is everybody else. There's a couple three-and-a-halves out there on the screen as well. But this line move here, as we have easily moved through a key number and now sit at four in favor of Baltimore. Do you agree with what the market's doing? Yes. 
I'm having trouble believing that the Kansas City Chiefs uh, offense is largely improved here into the postseason. They've looked great in back-to-back weeks. They all they have also faced two defenses in the Dolphins and in the Bills who were just decimated from injuries. So that's kind of what I'm hanging my hat on, that the Ravens are healthy and the Chiefs have just had um, good matchups as of late. I think it's hard to disagree with that point. And I think it's – so I put it this way, right? I, I think that – I'll put flatly – uh, I do think the Ravens are the side. You know, I have an AFC future. I assume I have a Super Bowl future on Kansas City that'll uh, alter the way that I handle this game from an actual bet standpoint. But I do think that if I had nothing, it would be Baltimore. I'd lay it. I'd lay three and a half. I'd lay four. And I, I would agree with that sentiment that, look, you took on a Dolphins team that was signing edge rushers off of the street to, yeah. to go play in that game. Uh, a beat up Bill's defense that was missing its leading tackler, like all sorts of things that, that were going well for Kansas City in terms of the matchups. And mm-hmm. I do think they deserve credit for taking right. advantage of those, yes. right? 400 total yards uh, against the Miami Dolphins, 7.7 yards per play against the Buffalo Bills. They did what they needed to do. But to your point, this is a team that is healthy, ready to go defensively, very deep at linebacker. But I will say this, Pam, and I will make you this promise. If the Kansas City Chiefs win this game, I don't care about any analysis. I will pick Patrick <laughs> Mahomes in the Super Bowl. It's absolutely, it would be absolutely unreal if he does this again. We know the stat by now, 8-3 and three straight up, 9-1-1 against the spread as an underdog. But I would agree with you, and I think the market sees this as well, which is you know the Ravens deserve to have some respect. I'm going to talk about a market upgrade for Baltimore since we actually saw them against San Francisco. There's been a really big upgrade that we can talk about from a power rating standpoint. But I think when you look at matchups, when you look at power rating, we look at all these things. It made sense to push this number up to four, given everything Baltimore's got going for them. Um, I'm also interested. Uh, we've seen the line move in favor yeah. of the Ravens, but we have not seen any adjustment to the total. And I think if you are back in the Ravens side or even, yeah, if you are back in the Ravens side, it largely coincides to me in also liking the under 44 and a half sure. um, simply because, I mean, you're going up. These are the two best defenses in the league right now. So I like the under and 44 and a half more so than I would like fading Mahomes. Yeah, we only saw a point adjustment here. We saw openers of 45 and a half down to 44 and a half, as you mentioned. And that's pretty much been it at right. this point right now. And I am glad, too, as we don't have really anything that's going to affect us here when it comes to weather for uh, these games. Now, we are expected to have some rain for Baltimore and Kansas City. It uh, doesn't look like it's going to be anything crazy in terms of uh, affecting the way that this game is going to get played uh, and in terms of wind, just about 12, 10 miles an hour. So nothing that should affect you there. And of course, San Francisco, Detroit, as I mentioned, pretty nice five mile an hour winds, partly cloudy, no rain, uh, no rain and 72 degrees. So that one's going to be played as as almost perfect conditions as you can possibly think of here. So with that, when we come back, uh, coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to have our uh, something or nothing. One of the favorite things that I like to do here. Uh, it's really fun. I don't let Pam read the rundown. I got to have her or uh, react organically. Confidence selections though when we come back can i make up the difference here i'm positive but only a plus one pam at plus four and caesar leading the way at plus seven we will see exactly what we're going to get there give you our confidence selections break down a little bit more details and i've got a, a player prop angle that i love in this chiefs uh, ravens matchup that i want to find out if pam likes as well don't go anywhere live at saturday just getting started here on vsin the sports betting network The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. 
$50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free The Sin Daily Newsletter. In today's newsletter, we talk about playing the prop market, and of course, Lombardi has his thoughts on the AFC Championship game, some updates in terms of what Debo Samuel's uh, return to action, even though he never really left. Yeah, he left the last game. Uh, we'll do to the betting market and more. Sign up for free, vcin.com slash newsletter. Get your expert analysis and latest odds delivered straight to your inbox absolutely free every morning at 6 a.m. sharp on the East Coast. Check it out now, vcin.com slash newsletter. It gets in your inbox at 3 a.m. if you're here on the West Coast. So generally, it's the first thing I read when I wake up early in the morning. All right, back here on Live Bet Saturday. We're keeping track of everything in terms of hoops. It's an awesome basketball day. Uh, later today, we're going to talk about college basketball um, in the Big 12, a big one. Kansas taking on Iowa State. And actually, I shouldn't say later. It's going to start in like an hour and 15 minutes. So we'll get thoughts on that coming up a little bit later. I know Pam's excited to watch that one, as am I. It just has a, a lot of ramifications in the best conference in basketball. But confidence picks so again for our audience uh, we have a little competition amongst the three of us producer caesar myself and uh, pam confidence picks you assign a point total uh, to the side and or play that you want and of course if you win you get that amount if you lose you lose that amount so we are coming down to the nitty and the gritty and the loser is going to pay for dinner upstairs whether it be saginaw's 80s whatever but one of these fine establishments not downstairs bears a little too much uh but whatever I uh, currently am on the hook. Currently am on the hook right now because I am in last place. So as it sits, Caesar at plus seven, Pam at plus four, and I am at plus one. So all in the green, but some ground to make up. So Pam, I will go to you first and what you would like to play here for your confidence selections. Go ahead. In the 13 games in the postseason, the highest rating is 13. I am going with 13 and 12 today. So my my fate is going to be determined. After, after, yeah, this weekend. I'm going for the win here, and my highest confidence play will be the Lions plus 7.5. I'm under the huge belief that the Detroit rushing attack is going to be what keeps them competitive in this matchup against the Niners. You're talking about David Montgomery. He's going. He's fits the target, the grinder role well, and you have Jameer Gibbs in the satellite role. San Francisco can be attacked on the edges, and that's what I'm putting my hat on. Against Green Bay, they allowed 10 carries for 100 yards on these types of runs. In the postseason, Gibbs and Montgomery, 21 outside runs. Gibbs is accounting for 57% of that load since Week 10. Gibbs has six touchdowns in that role. And they're both just highly efficient running backs. They'll keep low to the ground. They have aggression. They run with, like, conviction I am just under the belief that as good of a quarterback as Jared Goff is you can talk about his road splits his home splits I think for me it's more about the elements so you said that the weather is going to be good I think he's going to have himself a fine day but I have a higher belief that the run game is going to be what attacks San Francisco 49ers on that defense that's going to be my most confident play and then I'm going to go with what did I go the under 44 and a half as the second highest confidence I have a huge belief that this is defense number one and defense number two neither of them recorded a sack in the divisional round yet they were still number one and number two in yards allowed between the Chiefs and the Ravens turnovers I think potentially could be a Baltimore strength so what have we seen from the wide receiver core from the Chiefs is still dropped balls red zone issues that helps with low scores 
Baltimore's defense has been the best elite all season long. That pass rush could absolutely get to Mahomes since they have offensive line issues coming into this. Um, and then more importantly, we've seen second half defensive adjustments from the Chiefs. And this is why they are 17 and two to the under the season in the second half, 17 and one in the fourth quarter in the f- for unders in the season. So I'm going to just go with full game under 44 and a half as my Lions plus seven and a half most confident and the under 44 and a half as my second most confident. Cool. All right. Dig it. Hope you lose. Um, I don't want to pay for lunch, man. Come on. I got a, I got kids to feed. Uh, all right. For me, and we'll, we'll use this as an extension to, of course, uh, analyze some of these games. We'll go Kansas City, Baltimore. As I mentioned, I think the Ravens are the side. So 12 points on the Baltimore Ravens at minus four. And I, I think when you start with this matchup, you start with the things that I think are going to work against Kansas City. And obviously, Joe Tooney not playing is going to be very massive. The offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is already dealing with a career-high pressure rate right now. 35.4% pressure rate on all of his dropbacks up to this point this season. Now, you're not going to have your best offensive lineman against a very... Very, very good and very well-schemed pass rush for the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to be able to get after Patrick Mahomes against a now weaker offensive line. I think that's number one. I think that's massive. Number two, uh, and you talk about how this is going to continue, right? Pam mentioned the turnaround for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, right, the last few weeks. The middle of that turnaround has been two guys, Isaiah Pacheco, who's banged up. He's going to play, but he is banged up, and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey now has to face a Baltimore defense that is one of the best ones by DVOA standards against tight ends. They've got like Kyle Hamilton who can match up with him and not take him out of a game, but I think severely limit him in that regard. So I don't think that you're going to have the same offensive success the last few weeks. And then you flip this on its head, Pam. You go Kansas City's defense versus this Baltimore Ravens offense. What have we talked about now for a while? Bottom 20s in terms of this run defense by many different metrics for Kansas City. Talk to Seren Petro, who covers the Chiefs out there in Kansas City, brought up the scheme. Hey, the Chiefs, to an extent, invite the run. Well, you can invite the run and still be somewhat average, right? This is a bad run defense, and Baltimore's going to be able to do, I think at least, what they want on the ground here against Kansas City. I just think there's so many things that play into the favor of the Baltimore Ravens' hand. And because I'm down, I'll use 12 points on the Baltimore Ravens at minus four. And then Lions 49ers under 51 and a half. Uh, again, I have what, 11, what did I have left? 9, 11, and 12. Uh, put 11 on this one for the Lions and the 49ers. Betting this thing under. I think that this is one where you're talking about a Lions defense that can play very well against the run that I think can at least contain the ground game to a certain extent uh, for San Francisco. And on the flip side, while I do think you can make the argument that Jared Goff is playing particularly well and, of course, playing better than Brock Purdy and is the better quarterback, I think that you're talking about a very good pass rush that can get after him. You have multiple edge rushers that are going to pressure him. You're talking about a, a defense that I think is a little bit better schemed than the one they just took on in Tampa Bay. They picked him apart in the middle of the field. You're not going to be able to do that with Fred Warner. I think overall, when you're looking at this matchup, this screams like I thought like a, a very low scoring affair. I thought this was going to be in the range of like, I don't know, uh, give me like 24-21, right? A, a, a tight low score affair that's going to be settled pretty tightly here amongst those two, but under 51 and a half. Caesar, who's in the lead, uh, I can get a big one here. If he loses out, he's got KC plus four at 13 points and San Francisco minus seven and a half at 11 points. Shocker that he believes that his uh, 49ers will not only win and cover by margin and then move on to the Super Bowl. So we're going to get into player props a little bit later, but I want to get your thoughts. So I mentioned part of the extension of my thoughts here uh, on on Kansas City, Baltimore. So I bet under receiving yards for Travis Kelsey. I think when you're looking at the everything that we're talking about, and it's not just Kyle Hamilton, but it's a litany of linebackers who play very well. I think that this sets up for a very, very slow night for uh, for Travis Kelsey. So under the the consensus number like yesterday was about 62 and a half. Some spots are as low as 60 and a half. Still think six and a half is playable under, but I think it's going to be a quiet night for Travis Kelsey. I would definitely agree with that just because what was one of the things that we just discussed was that the Chiefs have been had favorable matchups going against decimated secondaries, d- decimated defenses. That's not going to be the case here this time around. Kelsey most likely is going to get that double coverage. So I, instead, I would be turning to their second go-to guy, and that would be Rasheed Rice. Um, he's just a wideout that you need to account for on every snap. And so yeah, because of that, I lean your way of the under. Yeah, and that's that's part of the reason, too, like expanding out even further with that game. If you look at like where statistically the Ravens are the weakest when it comes to different things, like for example, uh, like coverage, you know, their corners are their weakest co- like um, coverage defenders. And what is the weakest part of the skill positions for Kansas City? It's a wide receiver. So it's it's interesting where you talk about like, hey, it's weakness versus weakness to a certain extent. And even then, though, I say it's a weakness for Baltimore. You look at the coverage grades by like PFF standards. These are all guys that are still in the green. Like, they, like <laughs> they're still very good and average to above average. And I think that when you're talking about Kansas City and the game plan potentially being Pam, 
We got to rely on these guys. We got to rely on Rishi Rice. Uh, we got the news today that Kadaris Tony's not going to play. It looks like for the Kansas City Chiefs. So you've got to really hope that Marcus Valdez Scantling can have another big game, like those big receptions or the big reception he had. I just I don't know if I want to trust the the area that has been the weakest for Kansas City, even with the positive signs we've seen each of the last two games. And especially that um, they are going to be without their guard in Joe Thune. I mean, that is going to make a difference potentially in the pass blocking game. So I would be turning to Isaiah Pacheco rushing props on hitting his overs simply because um, they may have to rely more on the run game than they have been in recent weeks um, because of not having their guard. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be big. And look, as I have said already, if he wins, dude, (laughs) I, I don't care. He could play God himself in the Super Bowl. I would pick Patrick Mahomes <laughs> if he could pull this off. Now, and you know, it's not that it would be a monumental upset, but it's just I think there's just so many strengths that go in favor of, of Baltimore here that if you're able to come in and do what you're able to do, as, as we've seen now multiple times, I think it would go down as one of the better wins there for, for Patrick Mahomes, just given the fact that where this team was, the weaknesses that they have, given everything Baltimore's got going for them, it, it would be not as shocking as a four-point uh, you know, upset would would, uh, right. would indicate, but it would still be, I think, one of the better wins there that we've seen in a postseason for a quarterback. It would be beyond, though, Patrick Mahomes. It would be just like a talking point to what Andy Reid can do with his team because sure. it would be like similar to that of Alabama, in my opinion. Like he had to de- uh, Saban had to develop his team in order to get them into where they were. This time it would be the Chiefs are winning because of their defense, and that's something where we've never really had to say because of Patrick Mahomes. So they're finding a different way to win despite everything that's gone wrong for them on offense. All right, three-point lead for the Maryland Terrapins in this big matchup in the Big Ten. Uh, one of the more impactful games in the early window here of college basketball and of Florida all over over the Georgia Bulldogs right now. We'll give you score updates when we come back. Something or nothing. We roll through a bunch of trends in the National Football League, and we're going to discuss whether those trends are something or nothing. It's pretty simple. Don't go anywhere. It's Live Bet Saturday here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code VSIN only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code VSIN. The crown is yours. Back here on Live Bet Saturday. Keeping our eye on the world of college basketball in the NBA. Yes, there's an NBA game earlier today, or early today. Pistons and Wizards, but uh, mm, that sucks. Part of an awesome, awesome slate, which we'll have to get into at some point today. But uh, with the NBA taking over on Saturdays, they got a triple header in prime time, a potential NBA finals preview between the Clippers and the Celtics. It's not even on prime time. That's how great today is. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And I will be ignoring my children for it later. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about it. Something or nothing. We'll start with okay. some AFC trends. You ready for this? Yes. All right. Ravens and Chiefs. We'll start with this. Favorites. Of four points or four points or less are zero and four ATS this postseason with just one outright win. So again, favorites of four points or fewer are zero and four ATS this postseason with just one outright win. Something or nothing. I would go with something at this point in the season where there's only four teams left. It is the best going up against the best. So it's very difficult to win by margin, especially when you get into this late. It's yeah, they could be here for offenses. But I think at least for this season um, and in recent years, like defenses have really been showing out. So difficult to win by margin. That is something. Okay. All right. This one's uh, uh, annoying, but I'm going to read it off anyway and get your thoughts. Okay. Uh, Sean Smith has been named the head referee for the Ravens <laughs> game against the Chiefs uh, over the past three years. Home teams have won 55. 5.5% of the games, but with Smith as head referee, that number drops to 40.8%, the lowest win uh, the lowest win rate for any referee in the National Football League. Something or nothing? I'm going to go with nothing. Trends like this are just so specific, and it's kind of like creating the narrative that, okay, here's why I want to back the Chiefs. I'm going to go with nothing. It's just a small sample size of randomness. Yep, uh, I would agree with that. I feel like if you're a, an NFL pundit uh, with a following and you're pushing this nonsense, I think you're a clown. Uh, <laughs> ATS numbers for home teams also dropped from 50.1% to 17-29-3 and against the spread under Smith in the past three years, second lowest mark among 19 referees. So... 
If you like that, all the power to you. Go ahead. All right, next up, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, 5-0 and against the spread as an underdog of three or more. I'll give you a couple other Mahomes ones. Mahomes, 8-3 and three straight up, 9-1-1 against the spread as an underdog of any number, as we know. And the plus 140, actually, it's a little bit higher than that, but the highest money line dog Mahomes has ever been in his career. And this last one, I think you'll like this one. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, 58-24-2 against the spread as mm. an underdog in the playoffs. All of it is something, especially when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, uh, especially that last ass Super Bowl quarterbacks. You have Super Bowl winning they've quarterbacks. Been there. Yep. They've been there. They, they can handle the pressure situations. They know how to handle the two minute drill. Time management comes into play. You have a head coach in Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes is just an absolute gamer. This is why he has such a good underdogs against a spread record, because he has all of the receiving weapons, though it has been um, suspect all season long. But I mean, you put him you put the ball in his hands in the two minute drill. He finds a way to figure it out. And if it's not through the passing game, we have seen him take off with his legs. Yeah, I think uh, the, the last note specifically, and in fact, like you said, pretty much all of them, you know, Mahomes is a gamer, man. And when you talk about Super Bowl winning quarterbacks as underdogs covering at a 71% clip makes some sense, as you have said, been there and done that before. And not just getting to a Super Bowl winning one, knowing what it takes to do all of this and get back mm -hmm. to that moment uh, to be able to stay inside of numbers as an underdog does make a lot of sense yeah. that the guys who are in control at the most important position would have some success. All right, let's talk about another great small sample size randomness that I, maybe people are running with. Teams that beat Josh Allen in the playoffs <laughs> are 0-4 against the spread in their next game. Uh, if you look at the recent results, and the Chiefs, by the way, are 0-2, but the, the Bengals in 2022 lost in the AFC Championship game following a beatdown of the Bills. In 2021, Chiefs beat them, then lost in the AFC Championship game. In 2020, Chiefs beat them, lost in the Super Bowl. And then in 2019, the Texans uh, won that game and then lost in the divisional round. Something or nothing that teams in the playoffs are 0-4 ATS after beating Josh Allen. Very difficult to go against it. Small sample size, but 0-4. I'm going to have to say it's nothing. Um, it's nothing. <laughs> I'm going to have to say it with nothing. It's just another random luck trend. I would say so, too. Um, <laughs> especially when you're talking about, look, if you look at it, three of them, either AFC Championship game or Super Bowl, the team you're taking on in those rounds is generally pretty good, I right. would say, right? If we're talking about competing to go to a Super Bowl and or in the Super Bowl itself. So the best team that the conference has to ask. And it's four games. So it's like I know for a while in college basketball, or excuse me, in college football, We've talked about this throughout the season, and Georgia's maybe kind of becoming this one. But right in the heyday of Alabama, the week after a team would play Alabama was actually also a fade spot. The thought was that it was just it took so much out of teams to go and play and try right. to take them on and physically wore them down. Then in the following week, like they would be worn down and still not be up to snuff against their competition. I don't think the Buffalo Bills are some overtly exactly. physical monster that exactly. are like dominating their opponents. I think you're talking about late runs into a postseason and when you're talking about AFC championship games and of course, um, um, Super Bowls, then yeah, it, there's, you know, it's tough. Like those are two good teams. And for the, the first one, by the way, the Texans, that was an abysmal Josh Allen performance. Texans <laughs> weren't really that good. And then they right. went on to lose in the divisional round. So it right. makes a lot of sense that that would be the case. So, all right. Four of the last five games between Kansas City and Baltimore have gone over the total of 44 and a half, something or nothing. Um, I think that is definitely something, but that's just with the caveat that the Chiefs previously, they were offensive juggernauts. That is no longer the case this season. Historically, the Chiefs have been known for, the, for their offense. I'm going to say it's something, but for this matchup, irrelevant. <laughs> okay. All right. I want to skip one here. So I like this one over the past three seasons, Lamar Jackson, we'll focus on him 15 and 19 against the spread as a favorite, but seven and 16 against the spread when favored by more than three points. So again, Jackson 15 and 19 ATS as a favorite seven and 16 against the spread when favored by more than three points. I'm going to also say that is some something sure. um, simply because one, the Ravens historically, they just have had bad luck when it comes to injuries. So how much could that have been playing a role into some of these situations? Um, we have also seen the defense kind of give up some big time games. They had double digit leads and they ended up losing the game outright. So there is a vulnerability there in some sense. So I will go with the trend uh, as something. 
Yeah, and I also think, look, in, in the National Football League, it's hard to win by margin. Yeah. And when you're talking about being a favorite, and generally the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have been a very good team. So you're talking about a team that is power rated highly and probably laying some pretty solid numbers over key numbers. Like, it's pretty hard to do that in the National Football League. So I think there's a small something to that. Uh, but I think you take each one with a grain of salt. You don't just right. look at this and go, oh, I can't cover them today mm -hmm. uh, or excuse me, tomorrow. But that's not going to be the case. All right, we'll move to the 49ers and the Lions. Home teams. Eight and two in the last 10 NFC championship games and the 49ers five and oh against the spread and straight up in five home playoff games win favorites something or nothing home success. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I, okay. think I, I think I'm 50 50 on both. Um, I think it's for the 49ers specifically. It will be something. Uh, but how historically have the 49ers always been like a well-rounded team, both offensively and defensively? I think it's largely largely that the 49ers are just good and less so about the home field factor. Yeah. Now, this is the the two trends that we're going to talk about conflict, like conflict with one another. This is why I love trends, because you can just pick anyone else to make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lions, 16-4 against the spread in their last 20 games uh, as an underdog of four more points under Dan Campbell. So. Uh, again, 16 to four against the spread as underdogs of four or more points under Dan Campbell. That would say we got to bet the same. You got to bet the Lions here. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. And I would say this, too, as you look at Detroit and as you move forward here, a lot of that damage in terms of 16 to four against the spread did come uh, when they were a lot worse. Right. Not like as you're now a team with some expectation and taking on some of these big boys. We have seen at times the Ravens game, for example, earlier this year, like, you know, th they have kind of run up against it in some of these spots as an underdog. And a lot of that damage, 16 to four against the spread as underdogs of four more points came in the early years under Dan Campbell. So I think that's something to note in that regard. Would you also not agree that the Lions have, since the Ravens game, improved in all aspects of the game? So maybe that trend's still relevant simply because of the progression that we have seen from the Lions, especially defensively with that pass rush. Yeah, I think you can make the argument that they've maybe improved a little bit. I don't really love their schedule overall, so I think that there's something to that, but it's not anything that I would feel like uh, crazy about. Like, you look at their schedule since then. At that Baltimore, where they were three-point underdogs. They lost that game, uh, was it 38-6? to six. The Raiders, the Chargers, the Bears, the Packers, right. they lost that game. Uh, the Saints, the Bears again, the Broncos, the Vikings, the Cowboys, they lost, but they, we know what happened there. The, and then, of course, the, the Vikings, the Rams, and the Buccaneers. I think you can make the argument that potentially they have improved. I also think that uh, among the playoff teams, they've had one of the, or at least the ones that are still alive, right. they've had one of the easier schedules out there, right. as we kind of know. And I think that's why they were expected to do as much as they were from a record standpoint. So we'll see if they can continue that. Finally, Debo Smith on the field this year for a full game, 49ers 12. 12 and one winning by an average of 18 points per game and games he missed or wasn't able to finish one and four straight up oh and five against the spread i will say that is something um sure. debo samuel has been such an impact and even if he is not getting the snaps i mean he is still on the field so that's just an extra defender for teams to go ahead and try to figure out where's the ball going to i think it's an added element and yeah it makes a difference and um it does seem that history would tell us or at least recent history that we're going to get a 49ers and ravens super bowl number one seeds in conference championships 13 to 3 straight up 11 to 5 ats the last 10 seasons overs in those matchups 8 7 and 1 we'll take our break we'll come back we can hit a couple more of these trends we'll also take a look at the scoring and playoff props any value and these teams be the highest or lowest scoring team of the round we'll discuss when we come back The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. 
But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Live Bet Saturday on vSAN, the sports betting network. All right, folks, you can put us to work. Check out an annual subscription for only $199. That's right. You're going to get your first year for only $199. All I need you to do is use the promo code LIVE when you sign up. You're going to say, well, what do I get? Uh, absolutely fantastic content. You get daily best bets from all the VEASAN show hosts and guests. Of course, the betting splits, courtesy of DraftKings, for every game, every sport, side, total, and money line, and, of course, the future events. You can watch the shows 24-7 and the archives, the upcoming Super Bowl betting guide and then write-ups daily in every single sport everything that you get there for the full year 199 dollars just use a promo code alive l-i-v-e to sign up today all right some quick score updates before we get to uh what we're going to see in the um nfc championship games and a trend that i know that pam i think does like and find some value in really quickly uh houston up 30 to 18 in that big 12 matchup they're 19 and a half point favorites with a total of 125 and a half florida up 43 31 over georgia they're 15 and a half point favorites with a 169 and a half uh, how about this thrilling effort from louisville 32 to 9, Louisville currently trails Virginia. 21.5 is the spread with a total of 121.5. Maryland, Caesars, Maryland, Terps beating the crap out of Nebraska. 16.5, 146.5. They're up 44 27. And then last but not least, Notre Dame up, uh, should be tied, 23 all. Boston College, 1.5 point spread in favor of them with a total of 114.5. All right. I like going outside. You know, I like to tell my kid, let's go outside, let's play. All right? Let's do this thing. More, what, what, I, I saw something cheesy the other day. It was like, more green, less green. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'll, be a, I'll be a monster. I'll just sit inside and watch TV all day. I don't really care. Uh, but not for my kid. Not, what's good for me is not for the year, whatever it is. <laughs> Jared Goff. Yes. When playing outdoors. <gasps> no, no. 34, 35, and 2 against the spread. Wow, totally. Can totally read into that. 9, 15, and 1 against the spread in December and January. His record as an underdog outdoors, 9-16-1 straight up, 12-14 against the spread. Jared Goff playing outside, something or nothing. I'm going to go with nothing. It is largely relevant to the outside elements. You're talking about December and January. Those are weather months. Rain, What's January snow. January now? It's still so cold. All of that comes into play, except you're going into San Francisco, and the weather looks pretty dang good. So you can even look at his home game slits. He is 8 YPA at home, 7 YPA on the road. He is still a very good quarterback when traveling outside of his home stadium. His road splits this season, 7th in passing yards and ninth in YPA. That is very good metrics when you are going up against on the road this season to a Chiefs defense, the Packers, a Ravens defense, and the Bears. All good, very good, solid defenses. Now the way you want to attack the 49ers defense is through the air, through that secondary. And we have seen Jared Goff against a similar suspect secondary this season in the Bucks. 
destroyed them. 353 passing yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. So I'm going to go with the overall grand scheme of things, nothing, and it's all matchup dependent as anything else. Okay. I mean, I think I'd argue that the 49ers are a little bit better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, but the secondary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were, I got about one, two, three, four, five in terms of opponent EPA per pay uh, per play in terms of the pass. They have their moments. Obviously we've seen it multiple times. Right. Um, and they're like, we're quibbling on semantics at that point right there. But overall the point stands that golf is playing pretty well. And I would say we haven't mentioned his name yet has one of the best play callers in the NFL right now, Ben Johnson, who has done a brilliant job in adjusting and scheming and going after teams weaknesses. So that's going to be something uh, that I think obviously works in his favor against the San Francisco 49ers. Should also mention too, uh, when we're looking at this matchup, um, I was going to pull this up and get your thoughts on this really quickly. Jared Goff, Caesar is uh, 49ers. Is that natural or is that artificial in terms of the turf? It's natural, right? And that's natty. Okay. Uh, three and two straight up and against the spread on natural surfaces. I don't know. Five games. Oh, God. I don't know. Such a deciding I, I, factor I, in this. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it seems a little bit issue. It seems like an issue. <laughs> I, I might, uh, might be betting against them because of that. All right. Let's talk about scoring them. So obviously, uh, when you look at these two games, the, the obvious answer is 49ers and Lions is going to be the higher scoring game. Uh, Baltimore, Kansas City is going to be the lowest scoring games. So what about individual teams then? The team with the highest points in the conference championship round between the two games, San Francisco 49ers, the odds on favorite in this market at minus 120. Ravens are at three to one. Lions are at five to one. Chiefs are at plus 550. Uh, they are the sure the, uh, the underdog there. Projected point totals for these teams, 29.25 points for the 49ers, 24 points for the Ravens. Uh, 22.25 points for the Lions and then the Chiefs, the low man on the totem pole at 20 and a half. We'll start their highest total points in the conference championship round for an individual team. What are you thinking? Given the way you've handicapped these games. I mean, I like the Lions to cover, but that doesn't mean they're going to w- come out with the outright win. So by automatic default, I have to go with the favorites, San Francisco 49ers at minus 120. Of course, it's just like naturally makes the most sense because they're playing in their home stadium. You have you're going up against a vulnerable secondary in the Lions. And if I think that the Ravens at the Chiefs is going to be more of a defensive battle, I like the under in that matchup. Then I would expect San Francisco to be the one to come out with the most points. Yeah, I think when you're talking, I want to go back and look really quickly. Okay, so last year, last year, last week, highest scoring team was the Baltimore Ravens. They scored 34 points. Uh, you had the Lions at 31. But last week, I made the case that, hey, look, like, I think there's value in a team like Kansas City because they were floating around like 11 to 1, right, to have the highest points for the weekend. They actually ended up with 27, and they were uh, third uh, on the totem pole there in terms of teams and scoring. But I think when you look at, again, where you're trying to find, like, value per se, it all depends on how you view these games. But if you're somebody that's out there and views the Chiefs as live in the game against Baltimore, who thinks that they're going to cover, potentially win, then I think you're betting them to be the highest scoring team as well. Because you mentioned that if the Ravens win, and I would agree with the sentiment that Ravens winning and covering, I think, correlates to an under because I think that they are limiting a Chiefs offense, which we have seen be very disjointed throughout the entire year. If Patrick Mahomes and this team is going to win, I think we're again seeing this uptick of offensive production that we saw each of the first two rounds of the postseason and would give you more of an eye or more of a chance at being the highest scoring team than plus 550 would indicate uh, on this thing. So again, I think if you like Kansas City, you you might want to take a flyer here on highest scoring team in the conference championship round because I think that means their offense starts to again look a lot better, much like it did this last uh, these last two rounds. Um, I I think I'm in disagreement as far as the Chiefs biting on the Chiefs to be the highest scoring because I think it also correlates to if the Chiefs come out with a win, it's because of the adjustments that we've seen on defense. Their second half defense, what have they been able to do? Come out and they're stifling the passing game. Even against Josh Allen, he had 3.8 YPA in the second half. And now it's because of those adjustments that there's a reason why the Chiefs second half unders, 17-2. and two. Chiefs fourth quarter unders are now 18-1. and one. So they can come out winning 21-20 because they shut out the Ravens in the second half. That could potentially come to fruition. I would think that my flyer would then be on the Lions um, at five to one. If they do come out with the upset, it is because you went head to head with Brock Purdy and the offensive weapons that he has. Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey. um, They also have the one two punch and David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs. So if it's because the Lions come out with the upset, it's definitely because they have the most points scored. It's not because they're necessarily their defense did anything to stop the 49ers offense. What about the team with the lowest points in conference championship round? Lowest points, <laughs> I would say by um, process of elimination, let's go with the Ravens, 
for the same sentiment of why I liked the under is because the Chiefs second half adjustments. So we could see the Ravens kind of struggle in the second half. And if the Chiefs are going to come out with the upset, it's because the defense gets it done, not the offense. I think the easy one to circle would be Detroit at plus 175. Only in like what we're talking about, right? Like the, oh my God, the grass that he's got to play on. He's got to play outside. <laughs> um, but in reality, I think too, if you're talking about, because the market is moving in the direction of San Francisco. So if we, if we believe the market, if the market is right in pushing this in San Francisco's direction, if they win and cover by margin, as somebody who bet this game under two, part of the thinking would be there that the Lions then don't hold up their end of the bargain, right? That they're, as an offense, really start to fall down. And we saw this, right? I mean, we just talked about this when you look at the schedule and some of their lowest moments in the, in the games in which they have struggled the most for the Detroit Lions. You're talking about 19 points against the Dallas Cowboys, 13 points against the Chicago Bears. These are all losses, by the way. Uh, the loss to Baltimore itself, where they only scored six. Like they have at their worst of the season, outside of the second game, I think it was the year where they lost to uh, Seattle. They have really been held down offensively. And so I think that if you, again, you're looking at this, if it plays out the way the market indicates, if you're somebody who is looking at San Francisco, who's already bet that, the Lions at plus 175, I think, make the most sense as being the lowest scoring team in that we have seen that when they lose games, Pam, and when they lose them by margin at times, the, the offense has been the culprit because it is their biggest strength. And when it doesn't show up, it tends to, of course, get kind of ugly for this team. I want to I want to go ahead and like jot these down and really like follow these and see which one comes to work out. But I think that Jared off can have a lot of success because the 49ers have allowed the third most completions. We're talking about the defenses that um, Jared Goff has struggled against. I haven't seen anything from the San Francisco 49ers pass rush that says it's much of a threat right now. I mean, Nick Bosa and company, they had zero sacks onto Jordan Love last week. So I think Jared Goff could potentially have a really great game or turn to that run game for a little bit more reliability. So I'm still going to hang my hat on. Maybe it's going to be the Ravens because that Chiefs defense. Yeah, I, I think... I want to write these down. The, the sacks, <laughs> though, I, we, I think you have to be careful, too, though. He was pressured on 40% of his dropbacks for love. Right. So even if you're not good in home, you're pressuring and, and altering the plays, which is a pretty big deal. All right, with that, we'll take our break. Second hour along the way. Let's start to talk to some of our smart folks. Let's talk about that pass rush and more. Kyle Posey, Niners Nation Managing Editor, is going to join us next to get his, his thoughts on the NFC Championship game from the 49ers perspective. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is.